Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a set of scratches, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Holy jump, welcome to episode 380 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I'll tell you what, Tyler. Games. That's what's up with me this week. After my work and ethic and stuff, after going through and just doing a whole bunch of shit at my workplace, I decided that this, uh, my time off, I decided to go through and invest not only inside of a few gaming-like decisions, but I decided to actually play some games today, which, uh, of our recording is Sunday. Mm -hmm. So... To be perfectly honest with you, I went through, I was still playing a bit of Destiny 2 with uh, some of my friends, and I decided to invest inside of Shadowkeep, so that is something I already have bought, I've downloaded, I haven't told my friends that yet, but uh, my key key thing that I'm going to be going into is trying to complete some bit of the, uh, some bit of the campaign stuff, some bit of the past previous content that I had started with Destiny 2 before I got out of it early 2018. So it's going to be one of those type of things where I'm going to be playing with friends here and there, but I'm pretty much going to get a whole bunch of content, you know, finish a whole bunch of content through strikes, through various exotic missions, through this and that, because there was a news that came out from Bungie this past week in regards to a lot of content being taken out by November. Oh, I heard about that. Okay. Right, I'll go into detail about it a little bit, but uh, yeah, other than that, though, I invested inside of a month of Xbox Ultimate Game Pass because there are a few games that I am the, that I wanted to play that I have been interested in playing or, honestly... I'm just in the mood to play them. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, how have you been doing? Doing okay, you know. Uh, you know, we had uh, Courtney's best friend's birthday was yesterday, so they had, like, an all-day, like, I was telling you before the show, they had, like, a all like a whole all-day, like... Social! Basically, yeah, social. Uh, no one <laughs> peed in the cooler this time, though, thank God. So, uh, <laughs> At least that uh, we know of. That we know of. Uh, they're not know at this point, but like they had like nails done, breakfast mimosas, uh, Mexican food for lunch, and margaritas, and then we had a, threw a surprise party for her at their place afterwards. So it was a cool day. Like they blindfolded her from place to place and all that. And then I had to go over and help uh, her husband like get the house set up and all that. Ah. And they made this uh, jungle juice and stuff he did, and it looked it was like brown, so we kept calling it Iowa, Iowa River water. <laughs> but it was like two big things of like uh, a Hawaiian punch and then there was like two bottles of tequila two bottles of rum and then some other like uh, liqueur and some other shit too but it was it was very sugary I was like we like we were, were drinking it all night I'm just like I don't feel drunk I just feel like I'm on a really bad sugar rush right now <laughs> <laughs> it was like, 
Like <laughs> they delivered it with so much sweet shit that it's like, well, we call it the Iowa Brown Water because, uh, well, it's very disappointing all the way yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it tasted good. It was just looked. It just didn't look very good. But uh, no, it was, it was it was fun. We had a fun time. They had like beer pong and stuff like that, and so it was good. The girls had fun. She had fun. So that's all that really matters. But it was a good time. But uh, yeah, not nothing too crazy. Uh, going with me otherwise, you know, just clanging and banging, you know. Uh, join join my weekend off. That was always nice. But uh, I don't know. You were talking about you know what you've been, uh, some of the games you've been playing. Gables, I, I want to hear about. It. I want to hear about. It. You went you went telling for the show, so I want to know now. All right. So before I want to get into that, there is a game that I have been playing that is relatively new. Hmm. That just released on Xbox. Not Xbox. No, it just released. On PlayStation Plus, and what am I talking Ooh. about? Fall Guys. Yeah. So Fall Guys is a game which is a battle royale, mm-hmm. but it's a competition. It's a big old contest between you and like about fifty nine other people online, randoms, and the whole concept is to survive five rounds and be the king out of all of those people. It all ranges from any type of mini games that they have. Like you have to avoid obstacles. You got you got to avoid falling down pits. You got to go through and uh, steal raccoon tails mm-hmm. and Hate that game. score soccer balls and all those other stuff. So not score soccer balls. Now score goals. <laughs> of course, there are soccer balls, but there's also the occasional football, which is like, what the fuck? What's a football doing in here? Does it have any more points? <laughs> nope, just the same one point. Well, that was a waste of time. Anyway. <laughs> Long story short, this is one of those games I've been playing off and on this week. Went in with minimal expectation. I hardly seen any type of footage on it. I heard it was a fun game. I watched maybe a little bit from a YouTuber I, f- I love watching, Lost Paws, also known as Noble, hmm. to a lot of the listeners that uh, know what I'm talking about. Big ol' anime fan that he is. So, I've been... I watched a video with him and a few of his friends, and I thought it was really fucking hilarious, honestly, because with friends, with a whole bunch of people, like a group, this game seems like it's going to be the most, like, have them one of the biggest blasts of a fun time that you could have. It reminded me, initially, kind of like how Rocket League was when it first released, because that was also a free game on PlayStation Plus. It's very fun with a group of friends, and I get the same type of vibe and same type of potential coming from Fall Guys. Now, what's interesting is when you start up the game, you don't get any type of tutorial. You get like a, maybe a brief tutorial, pardon me, but you're left to customize your character, your little paunch little penguin-looking guy, and quintessentially what you got to do is you immediately start, you're dropped into a match. All these minigames are random. And what's interesting is, like I said before, you'll come across mini games where you got to race to the finish and avoid all, like all these obstacles and stuff. You have to survive like this gauntlet or something, avoiding being knocked off of a platform in order to like advance on or some. Or you have to steal a raccoon tail from some other player and stuff and keep it until the end times or whatever. So, with that in mind, let me tell you a little bit of my experience about Fall Guys. Simultaneously, this brings out the most competitive side of me that I 
haven't <laughs> let oh, out no. in a long time. I'll tell you what. Back around the 360, the PS3 days, back around when I used to play a lot of uh, shooters, like, say, Halo 3, Gears of War, and stuff, I mean, I played the single player a lot, but the multiplayer stuff, yeah. I get angry. <laughs> and not on per- not on purpose either. No, but because I recognize and I see the little inkling idiosyncrasies, the bullshit that is, like, hidden inside some of the gameplay of Fall Guys quintessentially and what i mean by that there was a round that i went all the way into like round four i had to survive this obstacle thing because there's this mini game where you have to stand on a platform and all of these freaking walls pop up and you have to go through like one of the holes in the walls in order to advance further and whatsoever and then the last portion of this mini game you gotta start jumping over platforms you see and so, basically, what had happened was, on the very last platform, I went and I jumped over the darn thing, and the game didn't register me jumping over it, and I got my foot stuck on the fucking platform. I glitched on the platform, and I here I am trying to move my character, and I'm pushing all the way towards the edge. I'm like, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh... No, no, but I've had some fun experiences with Fall Guys, honestly. I have not won a single match yet, but I've gotten super close. I've gotten really close. As a matter of fact, the closest I ever got was when I had to go through this big old race to grab the crown at the end. I was doing so good. I was starting off great, and all of a sudden, I go across that portion of the map with all these freaking swinging hammers across the slime, and I thought I timed it perfectly until I hit one hammer, then I got hit again, then I got hit again, <laughs> and I got hit five or six times in a row, and someone else got past me and grabbed the crown. I'm like, stop, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying, everyone that this game brings out a competitive side to me that I usually have hidden, that I don't like to show too often. But I'll tell you what, even regardless, the game is so goddamn fun. And I'm just saying this genuinely, honestly, it's like, I will still go through and play games of Fall Guys. I'm not gonna get the fucking Platinum Trophy, because I think that's that's gonna be a fucking load of shit, because you have to win five games in a row yeah. how are you gonna win five games in a row for land through random chance <laughs> yeah i think like 0.2 percent of people have it i checked on the trophy for that specific one i think you're right 0.1 0.2 is what i saw as well yeah but uh yeah from my experience of the game there have been some fun moments as well where there's actual trophy where if you go through and you race against the other people and stuff through one of the races if you taunt and then go across the finish line yeah that's a trophy right there but oh really? I, yeah. I had no idea I, I didn't know this either until I checked the list last night but what's more hilarious is there are people that are online that when you they race and they get right to the oh, end yeah. the end line They'll stop right there, and you'll notice, it's like, what the fuck are they doing? And all of a sudden, they'll start to grab you, and they'll start to go through and mess with you a little bit. Like, uh, they want to be freaking trolls. Or, mm-hmm. I think uh, there are some that actually want to get this trophy to pop and stuff, where you can actually hug other players 
And the trophy yeah. literally says is like uh, two fall guys hugging or whatever the hell that is. Well, and a lot of it sometimes too was like there's teammates, and they're trying to like prevent like slow people down from getting yeah. through so they can so their teammates can catch up to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but uh, I'm happy to report that I have placed first inside of one race. <laughs> nice, dude. The races are not bad. They're not bad at all. All you have to do is remember what you, the pattern or what type of like initial start that you get. Because once you understand the patterns and you go through it over and over again, those are not bad. The one, the types of mini games that are bad is you have random chance, and the random chance games suck ass. And I'll tell you why. It's like the soccer game. That in yeah. and of itself, that's the biggest thing a chance that you're gonna get inside this game. Personally, in my opinion, I, I think the team games in general are the are the worst ones of a chance. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because you could be doing the best, you could be have the best game this round, and all of a sudden you lose because three other your teammates decide to go through and start circle jerking each other in the corner. But uh... <laughs> oh my gosh, there was this one team game. Right, where both of us, both teams playing against each other, were tied, and we were in overtime. Yeah, and I went through. I was helping out my teammates and stuff like that. I had to go through and play defense, offense, do all this other stuff until finally I see my shot, and I go through. The blue guy launches the ball in the air. Me as the yellow guy jumps up and I knock it into the goal. I'm like, yes. This game is fucking over. <laughs> yeah. I had one. I was talking about it last week. I had that one last week where, like, um, we went the whole time 0-0. Zero, zero, went overtime. Probably three or four minutes yeah. in overtime. And it's like I was talking. Like, I think it was, like, it was like 3v3 at that point because it was one before the final round or something. And, oh, no, it was, it was 5v5. And all four of them were playing defense. And me, well, two, three of the guys were playing defense. And me and one other guy were playing offense. And then, like, their team, their team, all of them were just playing offense. Oh my god! So it was nice. I mean, it was nice in that in that sense because like we'd have to worry about. It. I'm like, I need some. We need some fucking help out here. And then finally, I don't remember like what happened, but I had the same thing where it's like uh, they're all playing offense and they like I the ball got behind the behind them and I was able to like get ahead of them and run over there and I did the jump and the dive and a luckiest shot. Like I, I'm terrible at Rocket League, but I was just like every instinct <laughs> of Rocket League that like. Everything lined up perfectly for me, whereas, like, I just hit that, like, because I don't know how many times in Rocket League I've had, like, that lined up perfect shot, and I just fucking whip it, or, like, I hit it too hard, and it goes flying, it hits the top of the goal, and I'm just, like, I, everything, I was, like, all right, please, just, God, don't, just, this one will be over, and I, yeah, I got knocked in, and we won, and I got to the finals, but I lost in there, but. Oh, man. The worst is when you set up for a shot or you know a shot is set up and all of a sudden one of the fucking members of the opposite team goes and messes up the damn shot. I'm like, come on! Yeah, come oh, on. yeah. yeah. This game yeah. is already shit as it is. Come on, yeah. I don't want it to be doored longer. <laughs> yeah, or you see someone trying to play hero and it's like, the, the ball's going in, man. Just leave it alone. And they hit it and they fucking knock it over. It's like in Rocket League when someone wants to steal the shot uh-huh. and get the experience points kind of thing. It's like... They just want to bump it a little bit. It's like, but you don't get any extra points for, get, for scoring goals. You just got to win. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. you know, I've seen a lot of times people just do that. It's like, fucking just leave it be. Yeah. Team games are the worst. But I mean, if yeah. you're, but it's like, if you're on the yellow team, that means you're on a random team. But so like the blue and the red team are always like, that's actual like team pe- people playing together uh, together as a team. 
like in group chats and shit. So, dude, I'll tell you what. There have been, yeah, there have been games where, like, uh, there has been a lot of eliminations inside of one single round. Mm. Case in point, there was this, uh, there was this one race game where I kid you not. It started off as like 32 people, and all of a sudden, through all of that, uh, through all of, uh, man, I didn't even realize this at the time, I started noticing that the, the how many people that qualify for the round started getting lower and mm-hmm. lower and lower, until finally it's like there's like about 16 people or so left, and I go through like, where the hell did all the people go? And I realized that the last portion of his race, you have these like these swinging like uh, lures or whatever the hell they are, they can actually knock people off and stuff and eliminate them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so here I am. I pass, obviously, and I get to the next round. But I think it was really crazy how like 15, 16 people are just eliminated like that from like one game. And then all of a sudden, like to the third or the fourth round, this was like a a second round match almost. No, actually yeah. it was a third round match because... You go from, like, 50 to, like, 45, and then all of a sudden to 32. Now, I didn't go to 32, man. I went to, like, fucking 15. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, next round is something else. But uh, but the long story short with Fall Guys, it's definitely an enjoyable game. If you have PlayStation Plus, download that game. Seriously, give it a shot. Invite a couple friends over. Do whatever. Because... It's free on PlayStation Plus. It's available on Steam currently. There's obviously rumors and suggestions it may come to Switch as well. Yeah. But uh, it's fun. It's fun. It's better with a group of friends. But anyway, the next game. The next game is one of the reasons why I decided to buy a month of Xbox Live Ultimate Game Pass. And that is Streets of Rage 4. Nice. Now, Streets of Rage, that series, I've played... Streets of Rage 2 off and on over the years. I had at one point the original Sega Genesis copy for Streets of Rage 2. I have played Streets of Rage 2 multiple times. Love that. I tried playing the original Streets of Rage through my Sega compilation disc on my PS4 <laughs> and I got all the way until like the final stage and I oh god the controls on top of how bullshit the AI is Ah, I had to save. I had to freaking use save states with that damn thing. I mean, it's <laughs> it is frustrating as hell trying to play the original. Yeah, you play the original, all of a sudden you play the second game, and it's like the refinements is just night and day. The graphics, the controls, the combos. Streets of Rage Four. How this enters into the fray? It definitely has the combat feel of uh, Streets of Rage Two. I'm still trying to get used to the combo system itself. Because it's a little bit more technical in regards to how you use your special button, like for offense and for defense and stuff. But the controls are mostly the same as previous games in the series. Now, I love the artwork. I love the actual artwork and like the stage designs so far. I've only finished stage one. I've tried to finish stage two. But holy shit, the boss of stage two keeps kicking my ass because he keeps on rushing across and grabbing me in inconvenient moments. And on top of that, even the the process of going through this stage... I'm on normal, by the way. I'm on the normal playthrough. And uh, 
I'm coming across these security guards, right? They have the freaking shields that take like a hell of a lot of hits. And so I learned through process of trial and error, mind you, that three or four hits, step out of their way, three or four hits, step out of the way. Doing that while clustered inside three or four enemies becomes a chore because you here you are, you're trying to go through and you're trying to fight different types of enemies, try to fight clusters of enemies with what you have available to you. And because I play a little bit more aggressively and stuff, I usually use a lot of my special techniques pretty early. <laughs> Only at like maybe clusters of enemies or if I feel like I'm getting in over my head on one specific thing. But uh, other than that, though, the game in and of itself really feels like a game back from the Sega Genesis. And what I mean by that is the difficulty in and of itself feels really reminiscent of like Streets of Rage mm. on like Streets of Rage 2 in specific. I do love the animated sprite graphics. I do love the combo system so far. I do love the combat. It's nice. It's fluid. It's not overly complicated. Like I said before, doing like... Uh... Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember his name now. It's not gonna... <laughs> He's the main protagonist, pretty much, for uh, Streets of Rage 2. Or one of the protagonists in Streets of Rage 2. Oh, God. Axel. God damn it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Axel. I usually love playing as Axel because of his freaking uh, razor paw. Mm. But uh, doing that, and also his special is pretty cool as well. But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Going through the first, the first stage in and of itself, it was fun. It was definitely difficult in some spots. But it felt like I was playing through Streets of Rage 2 for the first time in regards to the opening type of scene and this and that. The music, the music's going to have to take its, it's probably going to go ahead and probably take a little bit more time for me to get used, excuse me, get used to the music in and of itself. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. bad. No, it's not it's bad. I didn't like it. I, it, for, it's not, okay, it's not bad for like video game music, but Streets of Rage music is classic, man. Well, and yeah, that, it hold, doesn't hold a candle to. I wish they just would have just taken the music from the old Street Rage games and threw, them, and threw it in there. Well, true, true. I mean, like I was saying previously, is like I don't feel like the music so far is bad, but I just need to get used to hearing the, a lot of the stage music and this and that. But overall, I'm giving some good impressions for Street Rage Four. I'm so glad now I'd have a chance to play it. Now, the other game. The other game I started playing, and I was having a lot of good fun with, actually. And it's going to be a game that uh, maybe close friends of mine will understand <laughs> why I would play this. But I played Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Hmm. Now, this is a fighting game that Enway released a couple of years ago. I want to say 2017, or maybe it was 2018, now that I think about it. But anyway, this is a fighting game. And it has an original story. It's not based on one subset of like the Power Ranger universe or this or that. But yes, back in the day, I was a huge fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I still love watching bits of Power Ranger stuff to this day. Hell, even on Netflix, I decided just for fun rewatching the original series because I didn't know it was on there. Okay, dude, on Netflix, yes, they have the Power Rangers, the original series. It's like this. Season 1 is like 60 episodes. I'll kid you not. It's 60 episodes. However, you can interchoose which episodes you want to obviously watch, which I would humbly suggest if you want to go back in time with that. A lot of the first season episodes are fluff anyway. 
other than say the Green Ranger episodes, the whole the uh, the ones that are like multiple episodes, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a span of an arc. Like yeah. for say the the loss of the power coin, say for uh, the Green Ranger and stuff. Like when the Green Ranger loses his powers because of like Jason not going into time, not uh, being there in time to stop his power candle from uh, pretty much melting all the way down and stuff because Rita stole the candle and this that still had the candle and this and that and stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> freaking spoiled something from like 1993. But uh, that just tells you how much invested I was even as a kid and still remember those stories clearly to this day. <laughs> But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. This story for this game is actually quite fascinating to me. And that's the number one thing I felt very surprised about. Bear in mind, I've played previous Power Ranger games over the years. I really love the original on the Super Nintendo. It is a Final Fight Streets of Rage sort of clone, right? But it has... The Power Rangers. It has five of the six. There was Megazord battles. It's a beat-em-up. It's really fun. It made sense. For this game, it's a fighting game. And I absolutely love my fighting games, so... Delving into the story mode, it's placed within eight acts. And so the whole concept of the story is... So one day the Rangers are going through and training and doing this and doing that and stuff. But... uh, in pops into like some sort of interdimensional rift a ranger right but he is basically tommy oliver the original green ranger or something like that from another universe and that universe pertains to what happened if the green ranger stayed evil in that regards and so basically so basically tommy oliver from that universe he goes forth, kills Rita Repulsa, and goes and takes over, quintessentially, and figures out that by traveling through different types of era, eras and stuff from the other Power Ranger, like uh, the years for all the, the Rangers, different eras, different this and that and stuff, by going mm. through like the power grid that uh, what Zordon you know, had implemented or what was there, he could go and steal morphers from those things and all of a sudden power himself up to the extent to where he'd become, like, Lord and Supreme of, like, the entire, like, universe, the fabric of time and space, quintessentially. Now, it's definitely out there in regards to that stuff, but I feel it's very fascinating to me because you get to see a whole bunch of different types of, like, it, there's, there's just an excuse to have a whole bunch of different rangers from, like, different series clumped together. Like, you have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and then you have, like, yeah, the original series like that, and then you have the one that ties in from the Power Ranger movie that released a couple of years ago, and then it's like all these other ones, and from series I recognized and watched as a kid, you know, you have Mighty Morphin, then all of a sudden you have things from Lost Galaxy, that's a series I watched as a kid, and even some obscure ones, say like Time Force and uh, Mystic Force, the whole Disney-affiliated Power Ranger like shows a part of that. But from what I got from it, it's like, this is like a big old epic saga where you have a whole bunch of different, like, uh, rangers teaming up with one another to try to take out Lord Draken, which is Tommy Oliver and stuff that has absorbed all this energy, right? And basically, what he looks like, Tyler, is, imagine you have the Green Ranger, right? And then you have the Uh White Ranger. 
having both of those power suits merged into one. And so it's super menacing looking and it also is super weird because you have like the white tiger, the white rangers like uh, face guard. And then all of a sudden you have like the dragon, like uh, the dragon rangers like uh, crown and stuff up top and his chest protector and this and that, you know. And obviously since Lord Draken took over in place of Rita, you have, you have these weird type of things. Like, like you have Goldar that teams like with him and stuff. And what was very hilarious like, I'm not too sure if you've seen a lot of Power Rangers growing up, Tyler, but uh, they have the robot, like, Alpha 5, right? And Alpha 5, in this game, is, uh, like, inside of that universe, is merged with Finster. <laughs> and uh, when I literally saw it, it's like, okay, Finster 5. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is Finster 5? And all of a sudden, I see it's fucking Finster and stuff with, like, a freaking head visor and all this other shit. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this abomination? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a fucking like technical type of whiz so you have the monster making abilities with all this technical jargon and stuff from Alpha 5 and I'm like thinking to myself it's like oh shit this is amazing but at the same time this is a fucking abomination of a character but uh... okay story aside story aside the gameplay is fucking awesome I kid you not it rem- it is button mashy but at the same time it does get fairly complex, especially when you could go through, you could pick up a ranger that you've never played as before, and all of a sudden you interchange between light, heavy, and medium attacks, and just start executing these fucking crazy-ass combos, similar to how Dragon Ball Fighters did. It has that one-more-fight urge. Basically, for me, anytime I play a fighting game, and I've had so much fun playing as a character, I want to play another round. I literally went through. I went through the. I went through the arcade mode, as the Green Ranger. Then I went through the first entire act of the story mode. Until I got into the point where I had to play as the Pink Time Force Ranger. I think her name is Jen Scott. And as I'm playing her, I'm going through and I'm picking up things. Okay, let's see what happened if uh, I use the same type of con, like the same type of. Uh, strategies that I use like with uh, the Green Ranger and stuff like I alternate between light and medium and stuff and like do jump attacks and this and that I was executing like fucking advanced shit that I wouldn't even have thought or dreamed of in some other games where here I am I'm up in the air I do this light medium combo and all of a sudden I launch Goldar up and I start just kicking his (laughs) I literally just start kicking his ass right to where he was juggling in the air. I was literally catching him juggling in the air and stuff. And all of a sudden, I go and I end the combo with a fucking special. I'm like, oh my god, that was fucking amazing looking. <laughs> I felt awesome doing it because this game does a good job of, even if you're button mashing, gives you that sense of accomplishment to where you're executing all these advanced combos and this and that. So the game, fighting game, it's more reminiscent of a Marvel vs. Capcom style. I want to say more like a Marvel vs. Capcom 2 style to some extent because you can do assists. You can actually, not only can you do assists with other characters, but before the start of the match, you get to choose from one of a different type of Megazord. Or basically what you'll have is you'll have these options to where you can either pick either, say, the Dragon Zord, the Megazord. There's even a couple like enemy ones and stuff like Goldar and stuff and then like... Uh, the Samurai Megazord, I think, is one of them as well. But uh, what those work, how those work, is when you hold both, like, uh, L1 and R1, or left bumper or right bumper, 
it it starts this like uh, this Megazord sort of activation stuff to where they'll go through and they'll add their attacks against your opponent. <laughs> and so you could go through and you have the Dragon Zord or something like that. Just start using finger missiles all on the fucking opponent. And it looks crazy in motion, but it's so fucking hilarious. Especially when you have the Megazord as like your like uh, Zord of choice. And all of a sudden you see his power sword just swing across the stage and stuff. And just start kicking the shit out of like... Uh, like a ranger's not even like standing not even a quarter up his sword or anything like that <laughs> oh boy from my initial my initial thoughts and impressions story's fun it's fascinating to me it makes me want to play more of it the gameplay is fun i mean there's some there's some elements where it feels basic but at the same time the characters that i'm playing as experimenting as all of them feel broken all of them feel <laughs> broken but that's the best part <laughs> it feels like to me that i'm like one or two steps away from doing a fucking infinite combo with each and every character now online huh, i'm afraid to even go online with this shit because i know for a fact that if i'm able to do this and that then so is everyone else and so if i'm not blocking correctly i'm gonna get wombo comboed into a fucking corner and all of a sudden get jungled and juggled up until the end of the match <laughs> But last thing I want to say before I end my turn is I have still been playing Street Fighter V. I decided to go and uh, complete, what was it? Yeah, Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Alpha's arcade modes on hard with Ryu. It was not easy, obviously, because there were a few characters that gave me trouble. But I did something a little bit unorthodox. I decided a couple nights ago, like on Wednesday night, I think it was, I decided to go on to some rank matches. Hmm. And honestly, I didn't fare too bad. Oh, nice. There was maybe one match, I think there was like maybe one match in general that I lost. But what I was seeing is the fruits of my labor, where I had been practicing, I have been playing the game so much that... I know exactly now that I need to be conservative when I'm playing against people. I need to know not to go the instinctual route of me jumping forward into attacks or into people because anti-air. Avoid anti-air stuff. But uh, what was very hilarious, I was facing off against people that would use, say, Ken or Akuma or Kami and stuff. All of these characters are heavily used be perfectly honest with you. Kami is more of an anti-air type of fighter. She's particularly good against fighters, say, like Ryu, Ken, Akuma. Pretty much called... They are called, like, Shoto or Shadow fighters, where very easy, pretty much, to pick up. They have a lot of good, like, aerial attacks and stuff. It was very funny playing against, like, the Ken and Akuma players. Like, the... the and I'm not talking about, like, any type. I mean, like, you kind of think they're, like, the lower tier of, like, Ken and uh, Kuma players. Because they'll go and instinctively try to bum-rush you and try to overwhelm you or try to get you into a corner. And here I am. I'm, like, jumping. I'm, like, jumping neutral jumps in the air and stuff. I'm doing, like, little, uh, like, footsies, quintessentially. That's what it's called. Where in Street Fighter Five, you try to feel out your opponent right and you just go forward, back, forward, back or something like that. You're measuring up the reach of your opponent and so quintessentially what i would be doing is i would go forth and let the the opponent come towards me 
I block some of his attacks, and then I would go through and subconsciously do low attacks, right? Light, 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 medium. And when I did that, I realized I was pushing my opponent a little bit further, so that way I'd have a little bit more of an advantage going back and avoiding his next attack. So I implemented that knowledge, and I what, what was funny as shit is they would go for these, like, these big old, like, air kicks, right? These big old Tatsumaki stuff with Ken, and all of a sudden... Or, like, maybe a Shoryuken and stuff. And then all of a sudden I rush over, I grab them, and I throw them. <laughs> and as you can imagine, I did, like, maybe twice in one match to one dude. And uh, essentially I kept on winning matches by being smart, being conservative. Man, the best moment came when I was facing off against an Akuma player. And he won one match. Like, he won one match in general, like, two rounds out of three. I won... And all of a sudden, the, the big old tiebreaker, I ended up winning because he got too aggressive. And so I pretty much went through alternating between my Hadoukens because the speed difference of the Hadoukens. Like when you do a hard, like a, like a hard punch Hadouken, it's faster than all the other ones. And then when you do a light one, it's incredibly slow. So I was able to alternate through that, do a couple of different change-ups and stuff. Do a couple of like a chip hits, like the like a good solid light or medium hit or whatsoever, and I caught him completely off guard to the extent where I actually won by just throwing him across the stage. Nice. <laughs> but I'm realizing I'm being a little bit more methodical in my approach, and it's helped me out pretty good. But uh, yes, finally, that is what I have been playing. So nice. Tyler, what's up with you, man? Uh, playing a few games this week. Uh, I'll start off with the uh, first one. I played the Battletoads. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Uh, I know you were saying that's one of the games. I think you said before the show that's one of the games you want to play on there. Yes. Uh, I think normally it's like twenty bucks. Uh, but I played that one. I've only played maybe like forty-five minutes of it or so. But it's it's short, I guess. It gives us it can be like three hours. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I don't have like a Battletoads background. I'm like, I remember. I think it was like it was like Battletoads cross like contra or that there's like a, a mashup double dragon. To, double dragon that's what yeah um and i remember playing that i could never get past the first level i just remember like i that was always oh, a wow. knock against battle toads was like those games were extremely like like ungodly hard and mm-hmm. um so i don't really have any fandom towards or anything like that but i remember like we were talking about it a few weeks ago when they got the release date and like people at the play it didn't really have a lot of nice things to say about it but uh I'm yeah. not playing it, it um, and I'm, I'm liking it quite a bit. It's 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 a fun beat 'em up mash 'em, you know, like that mash 'em up game. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually surprisingly kind of funny. Like it, they kind of got like that Saturday morning cartoon kind of look and feel to it, but they, yeah, um, they 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 have said damn a couple times, but other than that, like it, it but they, like, <laughs> the, the jokes and stuff like that, like they're nailing. It's like it's over the top, like bad voice acting, but like it's on purpose, you know. But it's like it's 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 surprisingly like their their conversations like the witty banter is like it's actually caught me a couple times with, like I've actually chuckled and laughed at a couple of them and like it's nice. always entertaining and like the, just the graphics and stuff it's just it's pleasing to look at it's like oh it's bright and colorful it's like coming off of you know Last of Us and Resident Evil and uh, um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima like very dark gritty games you know it's like coming to this and it's just like this over the like very colorful over the top you know, fun beat em up game where you, know, you play as three toads that one's named Rash, I think there's Zit and Pimple or something like that. I can't remember <laughs> yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, and it's just it's you know, it's it's not like groundbreaking as far as gameplay goes, but as far as like I mean if you have Game Pass or if it's you're looking for something like that to play, like a 
a Streets of Rage style game. Like it, this is perfect. It's just it's just fun, and like like they even have they have some stuff to break it up and stuff like that. Like they have like so like the story is like they were like trapped in like this alternate dimension for like thirty years, and they're like the gods there in this alternate dimension, and then they end up finding them like 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 digging them out of a construction zone or something, <laughs> and they're like it's like they have like a news report and it's like. It's like, and nobody gives, no one cares about these guys. Like, no one can, like, they're, they're not, like, they're coming with, like, being, like, uber gods to, <laughs> now they're nobodies with, like, these mundane Monday through Friday jobs. Like, one of them is, like, signing autographs for, not for himself, but for another guy. Like, he signs the autographs for him, and he gives it to the fans. And oh, then, God. like, one of them is, like, he's, he's like, he's, he works at a call center. And he's, like, and, like, there's actually, like, little, like, uh, uh, like, uh, quick time events so you gotta push buttons to like one guy's a masseuse and you gotta like give him massages and then you got another guy that's like um you know he's he's typing the keyboard but the, the fucking the, the computer keeps fucking up and you gotta like smack it and you got like there's a rhythm to the buttons you gotta press and like there's like people like in the background meanwhile are like talking shit about them <laughs> like at the water cooler he keeps looking over at him they stop talking and he goes back and you hear him talk shit and he looks back over it's i don't know the whole thing is just like it like the game like the gameplay honestly it's still it's still fun it's fine it's not like amazing but it's like right it's like i like everything else more about the game it's it's really really good i want to keep playing it so like i said, I've only played it for probably 45 minutes but uh like i said it's probably it's or it's pretty short but uh, i'm going that's something i'm going to jump back into yeah um, another game that i've been playing is uh called a short hike it was on the uh, indies the nintendo indies event we had earlier yes, this yes. week it's only like uh i think it was like six or eight bucks on switch right now it came out uh, i think earlier this year on on steam but uh it's it is a very pleasant uh relaxed game to play like so it's like you're you're uh, a bird and like you're going to summer to like the summer camp basically and she's waiting on a phone call but she finds out she doesn't reception it's like she wants to talk to her mom Mm-hmm. And her mom, she's like, and then someone's like, "Oh, you gotta climb to the top of this mountain to t- to actually get." That's the only place in the entire like you're a bit, you're on this island, and like the only place you can get reception on the entire island is at the top of this mountain. So the whole game is about getting up this mountain and going through it. Like, there's all these other uh, people on, at this camp with you. There's people that like they like rock climbing, and you can like help them out. Or there's some ladies like she like she likes seashells, so you gotta like find a certain amount of seashells. And the whole point of the game is like. You right, need right. like these what they're called golden feathers, and it's basically like a stamina bar where it's like you need so many of these to like because you can't even like you got to climb, you got to fly, um, you got to do uh, it's like double jump stuff like that. Yeah, and it takes stamina, and like so when you when you climb up the, up the wall, you slowly lose these golden feathers. They 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 they, re, they slowly co- come back over time, but like um, you need like I think you need like twelve. I think like twelve is the minimum you you can need to get to the top. I beat the game, but um, right. You need so much to get to the top. You can buy some uh, from this one guy, or you get to, like you find them. Like you find treasure chests throughout the game. With like sometimes they have money in them, or sometimes they actually have golden feathers in them. Like I, I bumped into these one people. And I played uh, volleyball with them. Uh, just like you know, one one lady loses her headband, you can help her find the headband, and like you can <laughs> get to these. Like you, you find all these new areas. Like there was like areas after I beat the game where like I found them. Like I never even like knew these parts were here, and uh, but it's just it's just a fun like pleasant like lighthearted game where it's like just going around talking to people and it's like they're like everybody there's charming and it's and it's like a relaxed game it's like you get to the top you talk to the you talk to your mom blah, blah blah and it's like the whole conversation is just very like oh that's sweet you know it's like i don't know like the music and the like the music they have going on the entire time is just 
it's chill and I like it. It's it was it's a very sweet, endearing, charming game. Uh, I think it, it's on sale right now for like twenty percent off. So I think it's like eight bucks, like I said. But uh, like I I think I beat it in probably about close to two hours. But uh, there's so much more stuff. I, I it's a game like as soon as I get I finish it, I'm like. I want to go back to this game. Like there's like, I don't I'm hoping I can go back like after I beat the game and like wrap up some other stuff um, that you can do. But I mean, I, I highly, highly recommend this game um, like for just anybody. It's like, it's kind of like um, when I was playing, I'm like, this, it's like almost like an animal crossing. Like with the animals, you're on an Island. I kept having that like, and if you, you know, it's like you can go around and there's all these charming people around the world, but it's like, I don't like the mundane parts of animal crossing, but of like, this is like I'm like yeah man if Animal Crossing was like this I would be totally in on it like it's just like it's got that that charm to it and that delight feeling that like I get like that that like that giddy feeling people get and all that that they they love about Animal Crossing I had that for a good couple hours playing this game nice so if you're someone that's looking for like you want you like that world and that environment and you want more of it but you don't want to play um, any more Animal Crossing and want to break from it like this is a great game to pick up like i said it's on steam um i think normally it's like 10 bucks but it's it's on sale right now on switch but i it's a beautiful game i i, I can't recommend this anymore and then another game i played i don't want to spend too much time on it um is madden the madden 21 um i got the like i mentioned last week i bought i pre-ordered it finally mm-hmm. i broke down and pre-ordered it but uh i do it i the last two years i've done it where like you get the ea well it's ea access now it's ea play where um you pay like five dollars a month and you get a discount on you get 10 percent off on the game and then like on top of that if you buy the game um if you go to, like the last year's game so i went like you go on madden 20 and like one of the things in the front pages is you buy it through madden 20 you get a 10 percent discount off as well so i got 20 percent off on on the on the uh i didn't get the mvp there's like the there's a hundred dollar edition there's 80 dollar edition there's a six dollar edition i bought the one that's 80 and i ended up getting it for like i think it was like 64 bucks or something like that, that so yeah, so then you get three days early. So it comes out, instead of getting it Thursday night, I'll get it Monday night. But uh, it came out thurs- this past Thursday um, afternoon. It came out on the EA Play to play for, you get a 10-hour trial. I've been playing it. Um, and it's, I, I think the gameplay, obviously the gameplay is better. They've done a lot with like the pass rush where it's like it feels a lot more, like, there's a little more to it than, than what it was for. Like, so it used to be like just mash the buttons <laughs> until you like get past the, the offensive lineman and, and, and you know, set the quarterback. Now it's like, uh, it feels more like, I think what you would you want, like a little more realistic of what you want. There's like, you know, there's some detail to it. There's a little more uh, technique to it. Um, and then like, uh, they changed it like last year, like passing the ball was like stupid in this game. Like passing is already like, it's it's a lot easier now than ever to, to, to do, to like, especially get big plays. Um, but Last the last year's Madden were like you could, still incredibly easy to pass, but rushing was running the ball was so much easier. Like I would regularly run the ball 15 times a game for 200 something 250 260 yards like easily. Like it was just like if you oh man I'm, it's it's a close game I'm I'm down three points with two minutes to go like instead of passing the ball it's like well I can just run this play and I'll, I'll, I'm pretty much gonna get a guaranteed 20 yards and I can run out of bounds or blah blah blah. So um, they did a big change to that fixing all that, but like. They added the, the the main thing. The big thing they added was the yard. This, which is like their NFL street for this game, um, and I uh, I uh, don't like it at all. Uh, so far, what I played of it, I, I played the. Uh, they have like a, a mobile version that came out a few weeks ago, and like whatever you do in that one, uh, whatever like experience points and uh, coins and all that shit you 
you earn will come over to uh we'll they'll jump back and forth there's like the cross uh, uh not cross play what's the other one cross um, plot, you get like you can you know, the all the experience points you get in the main game and the mobile version they they go through back save. and forth cross yeah cross save basically yeah so whatever you do in, in both one version will tie into the other one and like in on the uh uh um mobile one it's 3v3 and on the on the main game it's uh 6v6 and uh i don't know it's just uh there's no running or anything like that it's only passing there's no actual like offensive lineman play at all either so it's like if one person passes or one person rushes you it's like they they got a clear shot right at you but there's like a three second like delay like they gotta do like you know one mississippi three two mississippi three mississippi before they can actually blitz you um but it's like you can you can run you can pass the ball behind the line of scrimmage as many times as you want so like you can hike it to the quarterback and you can throw it to like a receiver can run backwards, throw it to him and then you can throw it to somebody else. And it's just, I don't know. It's like, and you can even hike it to whoever you want. So there's like, you know, there's one person hikes it and then he runs his route, but he can, you can set up the, he can hike it to anybody on the field, any, any of the other five people on the field. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just, just kind of feels like random and hectic. Like, uh, and then like on top of that, like the, like you earn coins and the shit like that and you unlock stuff as you level up and you can buy stuff with in-game uh coins but like you can buy stuff with real money in that game and it's fucking ridiculous it feels like like oh man 2k is doing all this shit to like an nba 2k to get all this extra money like what's just what they want that money it's like for a fucking visor like they're they're charging like five dollars in real money for a goddamn visor and like if like individual pieces like, it, it's just I don't know it, it, that that stuff kind of irks me more too. It's like it's like I'm not that like mm-hmm. I'm never actually gonna spend that money on that stuff. Like I I never like that's the reason I never get into like the ultimate team shit. Is like because that that's just fucking ridiculous. There's even like a guy that he he, he booted the game up. He got an early copy. He bought he paid he bought a thousand dollars in real money in booster packs for an ultimate team, and he played it for a few hours. And he's just like, yeah, I don't like it. I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna go back to last year's version. And this is like, it's like he like it shows him like opening these packs and he's all excited and he's having a great time like opening these packs like you know you're getting all that fucking like it, it's like a casino it really is like it's fucking it doing the, yeah and it's just it's gross and disgusting it's like the fun part of the game is you know buying the packs not playing the game with the packs that you earned you know it's I don't know it's it's kind of the same thing I mean it really is like when you're a kid and you buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon it's like you get all excited about what am I gonna get you know it's like. Okay, I didn't get anything good. You know, every, you know, you get a Charizard or something cool like that. It's like, all right, cool, I got Charizard. But eventually, that those endorphins, you know, kind of run out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I the the gameplay is fine. It's it is what it is. Like it's frustrating, like how slow the, like the the menus are, and then like random shit randomly doesn't work. Like I, I've had issues where I couldn't even like get into a game. I go to like click on and start the game, and it like load like it's gonna start the game, and it just takes me right back to like where I just was. Um, and like so, I mean, I know it's like I'm playing it early, but it's like this is your trial thing of like to get people in to like play this game and buy this game, and it's like it runs it's it's running like shit. And I've had issues like in the game where like a receiver didn't catch the ball, like obviously he didn't catch it, yeah. And like I even went back and watched the replay, but the, the game counted it as if he caught the ball. What? So yeah, so it's like the ball like he landed five yards in front of him, and. He in the, the game counted as a catch, and even even the announcers like said something like about how, you know, like it, it was incomplete and all that, and it's just like they just moved on. Next thing I know, it was like he threw because like I was playing the guy, and he threw a forty yard pass down, you know, down the middle of the field, 
and landing incomplete. And then the next thing I know, they line up at the now they're in the inside their own ten. And I'm like, what? And it's like I even challenged challenge it. I did challenge it, and they still counted it as complete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, um, okay. So yeah, it's real authentic and self-initiating. Yeah, it, it's just because I. I do the EA play thing. I've done the last three years. I even did it. I did it four years. I did it. I used to do it on the Xbox before it came to PS4. So I just get, the, I'd pay the $5 for the one month uh, and play the 10 hour th- demo before basically a demo, but anything you do in the game will carry over to the main game if you buy it. Um, so I, I'd, I'd always do that in years past and it ran fine. And when it came out, like it, it is what you know, it ran, it was okay. And there's other things that like irk me were like main, pl- like big players that are free agents right now in real life aren't actually in the game like Jadavion Clowney, Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, uh, Anderson Griffin, like big free agents that are probably gonna be signing with teams any day. Now I, I was looking into it. Like they're not the teams like you know, uh, Madden, not able to put them in the game until they sign with the team for some reason. But there's other free agents that are like every other free agents in the game, except for like the biggest four that are on their free agents right now. So it's like, so it's like the first thing I was going to do is like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to sign Jadavion Clowney. Like I had a whole plan. Like I do it every year. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do when I start Madden this year. And it's like I went in there. I'm like, okay, well, none of them are in the fucking game right now, so uh, that's that's a big deal when you have, wow, you know, the best receiver in the in NFL today is on is in the game right now, and then the best maybe one of the best defensive players in the game today also is not in the game right now. So I don't know. It's just it's all a lot of little things, but it's I don't know. It's it's Madden. I don't want to like I said. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's uh, I I the gameplay. It's fine but everything else about the game is just it's just frustrating to get into the game because everything runs so slow and half the time click the button it doesn't actually register they click the button once you get in the game like it's fine except for you know, i said i had a couple moments where like i I had another moment when i was like i was rushing the, the quarterback and i was like three or four steps away from from sacking him and my guy just stopped mid-move like he just froze like that one player just froze and like he like i had a clear wide open sack getting ready to hit him uh, and my guy just stopped moving and i was just like okay and everything else ran fine just that my one player couldn't move anymore so um yeah but i've seen other people like they've had a way they found a way they've had a way worse issues where like like the other like the, the offense just didn't load so they went to go like mid-game like all of a sudden the offense just stopped showing up on the field <laughs> it's like which yeah. i've had i've had i remember that's happened to me a few times and like NCAA games back in like the 360 era. It's like you go to you go to start and everybody's there but the quarterback. And it's like you can't hike the ball. So it's like, um, all right, guess I'm not playing this game anymore. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I've been playing. I'm gonna play more Madden this week and then uh, I want to get more into Battletoads. It's kind of my main thing. But uh, we do have some we do have a decent amount of topics to get into this week. So let's jump on into them. Uh, we'll jump on to first with the uh, I think maybe the bigger news of the week. Uh, well i guess not not really but we'll do it anyways uh the indie world showcase an indie event we had i believe on was it tuesday um showed off a bunch of the, the indie games that come to the switch uh the, i think the big thing of it was that a lot of games were just like shadow dropped like i think there was like five or six games that were uh shadow dropped for the event um the big ones are like hades which is from the um the creators of uh oh i just fucking space their names super giant uh, games Super Giant Games, yeah, but uh, they uh, what else did they make before this? I they made t- Bastion and they also yes. made uh, Transistor. Transistor, which is really funny because they had the other game that came out two years ago, the weird uh, Pyre. Pyre, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know why I just blanked all their games. And like, I love 
the other games, but like Pyro was just not good. And it's funny they were talking about like from the creators of Bastion, and it's like they totally just pretended that fucking Pyro didn't exist. And even when they cut to like the, one of the developers on the game, they had a picture of the other two. Uh, they had a picture of all their games except for Pyre in the background. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we're just not going to mention that game existed. Uh, but Hades, uh, it's been an early development for a while now. Um, but that is, uh, going to be coming this fall to switch. Um, it's the, um, roguelike game, uh, that looks, it looks like everything I want that game to want from them. But, uh, cause I love, I love the games, but, uh, I just, I hate roguelikes, but, uh, they had a lot of other stuff. They had like the Subnautica uh, and Subnautica blow zero coming early next year. Uh, garden story was announced spirit, spirit fair, uh, bear and breakfast, which was, it looked interesting. Uh, Raji and Epic, uh, Ancient Epic, uh, Takahashi and Hiroshi, A Short Hike, which I talked about earlier, Card Shark, uh, Torchlight 3, Haven, Evergate, Manifold Garden, which was a shadow drop, Going Under, uh, the, the Red Lantern, Unrailed, uh, She Dreams Elsewhere, Inmost, which everybody kept calling it Inmoist, which was disturbing, um, Struggling, Grindstone, uh, Goner 2, and uh, the big thing at the end here, the one more thing was Untitled Goose Game is getting a two-player co-op mode uh, starting September 23rd as a free update. Um, so we both watched this. What did you think of the whole thing, Gables? All right. For the indie, de- for the indie event in and of itself, <laughs> man, I was surprised with the amount of stealth drops that went into that. Of course, there was a there were plenty of games that uh, there were stealth drop that I kind of really don't have too much interest in only because of uh, the fact, well, I just... This is the first time I've seen them. This is this and that. The one of the games that I really am kind of interested in trying out, obvious Hades. Mm. But uh, God, I'm trying to remember exactly what other games that I could remember from it. And to be perfectly honest with you, other than Hades and stuff, I really thought that the uh, indie event in of itself was fine. I mean, there's a lot of stealth drops. There's definitely a lot of stuff that uh, I felt people that wanted to play some more games on the Switch, now they have every excuse now to go forth and choose a couple of them, download them, and then go through and dry them out. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, Untitled Goose game co-op? Oh my god, the co-op stuff at the end. I actually I actually thought for a moment that it was a sequel to Untitled Goose game. Like, what? I know. I was so brokenhearted when it was, it was co-op. But I tell you what, the whole co-op and all that other shit, man, that was so hilarious, actually. I... Mm. <laughs> I was actually laughing at the concept of the two duck, two gooses or something like that. Their heads just popped off of the pole. <laughs> yeah, I loved it when the kid is laying on the ground, covered up, and they're still both honking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna be online co-op, but man, I, I hope it is because you know, Gables, you and me are gonna the extra life. If oh it's my online god, we're playing through that game together. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> that I would look forward to that so much. Yeah, just oh streaming it live, and all of a sudden, both of them are just like honk, 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 honk. honk. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I have it's, it's on Game Pass. Like, I'll gladly be playing that with you, oh, uh, or I'll buy it on PS4, whatever you gotta do, because I have it on Switch as well. But uh, let's see, I got it on Switch, and uh, obviously through Game Pass and stuff because of uh, what Microsoft mm-hmm. has it on their service stuff. But no, I don't care when, but where I'm gonna play that. But eh. yeah. That's going to be fun if it's like online co-op. That's even more excuse to play through that awesome game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that, yeah, oh man, I hope, I hope it's online. Cause that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, I, I thought this was one of the better ones though. I, for sure. Like where I feel like most time it comes out of it. I'm just like, maybe like there's a lot of games. Oh, it looks interesting. And that's kind of like as far as I go with it. 
And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check it out when it comes out. And then when they come out, I don't ever check them out or I forget all about them. Yeah. Um, well, I thought you know, a lot of stuff stood out. Like Card Shark, I thought stood out. I'm like, that's a game that I might want to check out later when it comes out. Like I said, Hades is... And there, I've, oh, if it says roguelike, I immediately like, lose interest in a game. But it's like, I love their games. It's like, I love Bastion. You know, it's like, fuck, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I might, I might check it out when it comes out. Uh, you know, give it a shot. But like, like I mentioned, Short Hike um, sold me immediately. Uh, I did buy also buy Raji, uh, an epic, uh, oh, uh, ancient cool. epic, which is a uh, it looked like a kind of like a indie version of like uh, like a Prince of Persia style game, not a wall wall running, but it just it looks looks good. I haven't played. You, I haven't started. Go ahead. Now that you mentioned that and stuff, that was actually one of the other games that I thought looked pretty cool too. Now that I remember, yeah, yeah, Prince I, of I, Persia I, mixed with uh, God mixed with like some form of like it definitely. Gave me that Prince of Persia vibe with like another mm-hmm. action game, but I forget which one it was. Okay, but uh, yeah, the the the, the Bear and Breakfast one uh, as a concept looks interesting, but I don't think I remember. I don't know if I'll play it, but I do want. I do. I am. You have my attention on that one. Uh, well, yeah, true. Yeah, but uh, obvi- I mean, obviously, I think the uh, Untold Goose game is like the, the big thing coming away from it. Uh, like I said, we just talked about if that that has online co op, it's gonna be uh, gladly we play that game again. Um, cause that'll be a fucking blast. But, uh, moving on to another topic here, stick with Nintendo. There is a, a rumor of, from Jeff Grubb, who is kind of like the king of scoops at this point, or, uh, giving out reveals for, uh, you know, the, the video game showcases and stuff. He's the one that, uh, six weeks out told us the date of the, uh, the June, uh, PlayStation 5 reveal event. He, he gave us a date for the Xbox reveal event. He's told us many times when there's going to be directs or big announcements coming for like he's leaked stuff from ea he's like ubisoft's ubisoft's forward um he's one that told us about the mass effect reveal and he's also the one that leaked that revealed the uh all the the uh, mario 3d world uh 35th anniversary games as well uh yeah. but he has come out and said that there is apparently going to be a nintendo direct coming this friday but he does he, he did say that it could be another because he did say they're going to do a partnership one soon again um so he said it very well could be a partnership. It could be a mini. Uh, it could be, uh, well, I mean, I guess it won't be an Indies event. He just had one. But he said it could be, it very well it might not be a big one. But he did say that. He's been saying for a while there's going to be, at the latest, sometime late September, it will be the, the, the latest we'll go without a direct. But he feels it could be earlier because uh, they're having a, um, Nintendo has, has called in like a emergency, like, uh, uh, like stockholder uh, investor call. And right. the, the assumption is, is like they're going to want to have all their big stuff out there before they get into the investors call where, you know, if they go in there with nothing sad at all, like there's going to be a lot of concerns from the investors, obviously. So he's assuming that I think that's, that's in three weeks. So got to imagine, well, if this isn't that, if this isn't the big one uh, that we've all been waiting for, that that will be coming in the next couple of weeks. But I don't give us like, I mean, are you, are I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to, I keep getting excited for these fucking things, you know, but it's like, yeah, we just had the, the partner one. That was obviously a big disappointment. We've had a couple minis that were disappointments, but I don't know. I mean, where, where are you trying to keep your, uh, are you keeping, are you able to keep your, uh, hype level down or are you, are we at like, we at level like red level right now? Cause I'm getting close to red level. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, man, I really don't have too much hype level on this at all because for one, it's already been close to a year since like any type of major, like direct stuff has happened. Yep, 718th was the last one we had last year. 
Yeah, but the thing about last year around this time was it did come after an indie direct, not even too far after. But at the same time, Jeff Grubb, the person who has went through and commented and saying that we're going to be expecting some sort of announcement from Nintendo, perhaps by the end of this week. Yes, he has he has been correct in terms of guessing certain things in regards to, say, the release date. Not the release dates, but like uh, the announcement stuff for the PlayStation 5 and like other types of stuff. But with any other types of rumors and stuff, I'm not going in with such a high expectation because there has been rumors of direct stuff, Nintendo Direct stuff, and what could potentially be in it. Over the past few months, obviously, and we've gotten multiple types of little miniature directs, indie directs, like uh, Nintendo Direct minis and all this other stuff. Basically, they Nintendo's cut into chunks all this type of like, like snippets of information as like an entire what an entire Nintendo Direct would have been in June potentially uh, for like an E3 like event, but. Uh, I'm not ruling out that if they are going to remotely do something, maybe Mario-related or whatsoever, if the rumors persist and it does play in, like, line, then it's got to be somewhere towards the end of August or sometime in September. I mean, hell, the main game that they have going off for, like, say, October, it's like freaking Pikmin 3 Deluxe. So, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah, I mean, we talk, I feel like really all three companies have a are going to have something here soon uh but I, Jeff Grubb's always been really good about you know like he's pretty much nailed like he's either, I mean not maybe not the date the exact date but he'll get like the week right um and I mean I think we for the most part like, I think a lot of these directs well not sure I guess the last the partnership was like on a Monday that was like announced like what 8 hours in advance uh and then we had this one was on this and these ones on Tuesday but I don't know I mean I guess we don't have like a, a logical thing for like when what days are on, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it feels right. It, it seems right. I mean, but I guess you, I could make the argument for myself. But uh, I don't. I'm just. Well, I I think there's gonna be one. Uh, I'm trying not to get too pumped up about it being the big one that we that we're all waiting for. We all want, uh, but I hope so because it's just like we're all, like the PlayStation and Xbox are fucking driving me goddamn nuts with their playing chicken bullshit right now, and it's like <laughs> Nintendo. It's like just somebody give us something, you know. It's like give 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 me give me a fucking bone here, you know. Yeah, give pretty much. You, yeah, exactly. You have Sony and Microsoft doing their freaking chicken slash increased mm. e boner contest with one another, and then all of a sudden yeah. you have the lame duck that Nintendo's doing, where they're chipping a little bits of information right there, but not really doing too much of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and it's crazy because it's like they they've released Animal Crossing this year, and you know a couple smaller stuff, and it's just like. And Paper Mario, and it's just like they're gonna have one of their most profitable years ever, uh, without doing anything. Um, well, I mean, well, I guess Animal Crossing, but uh, and yet yeah. they're still selling switches. Yeah, <laughs> they're I still mean, selling games a lot. Yeah, like fucking Ring Fit <laughs> sold like seven million copies. It's, it's nuts. Uh, if anybody's profited the most from this this shutdown, it's uh, quintessentially it's been Nintendo. Yeah, quintessentially Nintendo. In my honest opinion, is sort of like the Luigi meme where. Basically, they're winning without doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're we're taking a year off, guys, and it's like they're lapping the competition. Um, yeah. So, but speaking, you know, talking about that stuff and with, with going on with chicken, 
Uh, Xbox apparently their the reveal for like the Lockhart and everything like that, their full blown blown event has been. There's no it wasn't official for August, but the, that was been the running thing is that the, that it'd be in August um, has been pushed back to September now. So who fucking knows? So it, we won't hear anything from Xbox till September. Uh, and PlayStation, they he, Jeff Grubb, you know, once again, he's been kind of the king of like information on this stuff. Um, he said that we should hear something from PlayStation in the next couple weeks. So maybe I'm hoping maybe this week or oh, this coming Jesus. week or next the next week we'll, we'll hear something. But I mean, obviously, I mean we're we're getting to the point where it's just like I am I mean, tired of hearing about all these fucking. Yeah, rumors. I'm just yeah because it's just like. <laughs> It's like I was, you know, listen to like a lot of video game podcasts and stuff like that. And obviously, watch you, like video game on YouTube and Twitter and shit like that. And it's just like I'm just so tired. It's kind of like what remember like microtransactions was like a big thing a few years ago after like yes. Battlefront Two. It's just like it was like every day was just like little tiny details of shit. And it's just like even like we talked about it. It's just like I'm tired of talking yep. about it. Like I'm tired of talking about, it, I'm tired of hearing about it. But it's just like I just want to mention it because it is news. But it's just like. I'm just I'm exhausted. This year is exhausting, mentally, physically, everything in general. And it's like video games is like our one hobby, our one thing that kind of like makes us forget about all the bad things in the world. And it's just like exactly. you guys are exhausting us even more and stressing us out and annoying the fuck because like these are not gonna be small purchases. Like people need to no. know like how much like we we you know most of us we need to like plan in advance when the fuck and plus it's gonna be that's holidays. So there's a lot, you know, at that point too. So now it's like you're getting close to the fucking Christmas and all that. So it's like we need to make plans. You know, like we're talking about, I mean, just let's say the console is $500 itself. It's like, okay, now we can buy a console. Maybe you got to buy a controller. You're going to have to buy at least probably two, three games. And, you know, and who knows what else on top of that. So it's like, I mean, you know, it's like you got to give us like, especially this year where it's like a lot of people are, are struggling. So it's like it's going to be even harder for people to put that money aside. So it's like. No, so no. I'll be brutally honest with this yeah. to both Sony and to Microsoft. Either shit or get off the pot. Yeah, I'm tired of this bullshit. If you're not going to go through and announce your goddamn pricing and your release date for your damn system, then quit stringing people along because yeah. you're going to be losing a lot more fucking interest inside of this stuff. I mean, yeah. both these systems have lost interest with me a long time ago because of the fact I doubled down and said to myself, hey, I'm sick with my PS4. I'm sticking with my Xbox One right now. Yeah. Both of them are still giving me some good content. And besides, this next console generation, it's not going to truly hit its stride until the second or third year. Yeah, that's how I honestly feel. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know I I get that. I think like a lot of people know that, but it's just I don't know. It's just it's like me with Madden. It's like I know it's not much, but it's like I, I need it. I want it. Um, but yeah, I, you're right. It's just like even worse now, where it's like Halo Infinite got delayed. It's like okay, and now what the fuck is Xbox to do? Death Loop got delayed to to spring twenty twenty one. Yep. It's like okay, which is a big that's a big blow. I know it's not everybody's like we all. I think for the most part it was like everybody forgot about that game for the most. I, mean, I, I imagine <laughs> like once we got some once we got to like the, when everything was out, we got the, we got the ball rolling on like okay, now we can start advertising for this. They they because that's gonna be a PS four PS five exclusive. And it's like they they can really pump that out and pump it up a little bit and get it out there. And I think we'd all be hyped up for it. And that's the game I was looking forward to, but uh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just I, I'm with you though. It's just like we we gotta get the ball rolling on us here eventually. It's like let's just get it out there. It's just like it's I'm I'm just it's watching this corporate pissing contest. Or, you know, is just getting. It's like I I know like the big thing going on with the Apple and Epic and shit like that. It's like 
that's the big thing going on in gaming news. It's like I don't even want to talk about it because it's just like it's just like, I don't want to hear about it. It's like when I listen to, like podcasts, they start talking about like fast forward, fast forward. I don't fucking care anymore. Like it was interesting <laughs> for a day or two. It's just like it's just them doing little stupid shit. The you know the 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 win over people. It's like it's like ooh, Epic's the little guy. I'm like Epic is worth eighteen billion dollars. They're not the little guy. I mean, I know they in this guy. case. I mean, uh, Apple's uh, a two is a two trillion dollar c- company. You know, yeah, the, and, the company that owns Fortnite is the little guy in this situation. Yeah, it's really, like, it's like f- fuck off. It's like I don't. It's like I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm all behind what they're doing. That's cool. Like, but they're doing it for themselves more than anything. And like, oh, if they help the little guy along the way, awesome. But if they can help themselves first, they're gonna help themselves first. So uh, I, yeah, it's like that's why I don't even fucking bring it up on the show. Other than right now, it's just like same thing. You know, it's just, you know what the Xbox and PlayStation is just like. Just fucking say it. Just do it. Who cares? <laughs> like, can can you just like get have a meeting? As all right, guys, we're gonna release these consoles at the exact same price. All right, cool. Boom, done. Let's move on. <laughs> like, the, they need to get together and like decide what they're gonna release these consoles at, so they can just fucking so we can get the shit out there. But um, moving on to some other topics here. Uh, so uh, e, the uh, WB uh, Fandom went on yesterday. It was like a big all day event. Like it seems like twenty four hours, but I don't think it went on for the full just, like. I don't know. It, I most of the news was out be, by the time by eight nine o'clock at night, so it started at like noon, uh, uh, central time. But uh, so the big things coming out of it was we had W Montreal's uh, new game finally revealed, even though we knew everything about it going into it. But um, the Gotham Knights is what's called. The, the people. This is the people that made Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, so in this one, uh, you uh, play as there. So the the key things this one is like. So Batman is allegedly he's dead, and um, it's an open world Gotham game. Uh, it's more, more like an action RPG. Uh, you you get to play as Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin. Um, each character has like their own abilities and weapons and customizable suits, and you can do optional two player co op if you want to, or you can like, but or you can jump back and forth between the characters and the missions uh, that you play. Uh, but we both watched the uh, trailer for that, and they had like an eight minute long like gameplay reveal. All that and like the uh, the Knight of Owls is like the main bad guy in this game. It's gonna be coming out 2021 for uh, this current gen and the next gen consoles as well. Um, but you know, finally after you know, which is funny to talk about you know Xbox and all that. Like we we know most of the shit. Just you know, show me the goddamn thing now. It's like same with these WB games. It's like we knew everything. Just fucking show us us. Um, so we both we we seen this uh, Gotham Knights trailer and some gameplay. What did you think of it, Gables? Gotham Knights actually looked pretty decent from what the initial gameplay that I did see. It looks like it's very fluid, like very close to stunt style and scale as like uh, some of the Batman like uh, Arkham games. I did like the aspect that there is some form of maybe a co-op element in it where you have like team attacks, you have like uh, you are able to switch maybe on the fly with different characters. I so, saw so, like Red Hood and like uh freaking robin or like nightwing or freaking batgirl then yep. just have a different type of skill sets different types of like uh, other options to use inside of a specific situation or that i think that would be a really cool co-op game idea especially if the gameplay is as fluid as say like an arkham game so this definitely has a good potential and i did quite enjoy what i saw yeah uh, me too and like it has like the you know like there's like it looks like there's a level mechanic because like the enemies had levels and like the numbers when you fight them, like the damage, like you see the numbers above their head and everything too. So um, I don't know it looked good. I think it's like you know it's kind of more in the realm of what we expect from like the Arkham games, very dark and gritty. 
Um, and this one does not take place in the Arkham universe. Uh, I think because I mean, Rocksteady's throwing a lot of shade at WB Montreal when like the the like when they did like the whole Arkham trilogy thing for uh, PS4 and Xbox One a few years ago. It's like they like made sure to point out that Arkham Origins is not a part of their their uh, friend like that that storyline that, that like that's not their game so like they don't count it which is kind of shitty because they're like the same team but anyways um so this one is does not take place in that universe it's its own thing but uh, yeah, i yeah i thought it looked really good i like the gameplay they showed for it i i think this game could be a blast um i'll just call it next year but um yeah i i was you know for years of anticipation and literally um two years of them teasing this game on twitter and uh everything like that it's like I, th- this revealed to the hype for me. Uh, I, I can't. I, I, this is a game I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm itching to jump back into uh, a Batman game because we are like, even though I guess you don't play Batman, but back into that universe, back with those characters because it's we haven't played a actual like real WB game, but besides like our DC game, besides Injustice, since what was it, what was Arkham Knight 2015? I want to say June 2015, July. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so it's, at this that point, it'll be six years. Um, next up, the other game they showed off was it's just a teaser trailer. Uh, was Suicide Squad kills the Justice League? This is going to be a um, 2022 game, and I believe it's only been uh, announced it's going to be on the next gen consoles and PC, obviously. Uh, but we both watched the trailer on that one. Gables, what did you think of that one? Honestly, I really liked the uh, concept of the trailer. I really did like the whole aesthetic where it looks like Brainiac is like infiltrated the seer, the, seer, the freaking city and stuff like that. Then I love like the interactions between the characters, like, uh, so, uh, like Harley uh, Quinn, uh, yeah, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark were the, the four characters. Yeah, I really love the the dynamic between those four because it definitely was funny just going through and seeing their interactions and stuff. But also very funny where Superman pops in out of nowhere, like, oh hey, he's saving someone, and all of a sudden he just wastes him and stuff, and it looks like he's clearly under the influence of like Brainiac and stuff. That, uh, I love that one scene, that one part where the guy just walks and is like, oh, okay, well, who are we fighting? And all of them just point to Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and what was even more hilarious is, like, afterwards and stuff, the fucking guy just tosses his gun at the back of the head of Superman. Like, what the He's like, should have done that one, King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love the reveal trailer. I hope we do see gameplay of this game maybe within the next year. I'm fairly excited about it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, Rocksteady, I like... I've liked a lot of their games. Batman Arkham Asylum, like uh, Arkham City and stuff. Didn't play through Arkham Knight and stuff, but uh, I am interested in seeing what direction they go in the gameplay and the stylings for, like, uh, Suicide Squad. So, yeah, you know, they could be... It could be anything, quintessentially. It could be, like, uh, quintessentially almost the same as, say, Gotham Knights in regards to co-op play or this or that. Or it could be, like, specific chapters with one character or whatever the hell. Well, whatever it is, though, I'm kind of interested in seeing how the scope and scale with different uh, superheroes, say, from the Justice League, like Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, you know. I kind of wonder if Batman is going to make an appearance in that as well. Yeah, yeah, that... I, I that we talked about a few weeks ago. It's like, oh, man, the Suicide Squad movie wasn't great. Uh, I know the Birds of Prey was, was I liked that one quite a bit, but it's like I don't think a lot of people. It was like one of the lowest grossing DC movies that they've made yet. Yeah. And it's just like 
I mean, I think the title of that had a lot to do with it, and also just the Suicide Squad movie was awful. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, this teaser trailer, you know, could have easily, I think, for a lot of people, like, it's like going into it, it's like, oh, I don't really give a fuck about Suicide Squad, and they don't really have a lot of popularity behind them. I mean, I, obviously, we've seen, like, people like Guardians of the Galaxy was at the same thing. It's like, this is how deep we've gone into, like, how desperate, like, Marvel is with, like, with these, with the Marvel movies where it's like, we're going into the Guardians of the Galaxy guys and it came out and like a lot of people like that's their favorite characters in the whole fucking universe of the you know, MCU. And they have a chance of doing that here with the Suicide Squad guys, I think. Like, but they very easily could have lost us. I, I felt like it was very important that they nailed that trailer and that teaser. And, and I, I think they did a really great job. You know, for I've always been someone that's been very like, it's, I don't get super hyped too much for trailers like or like like these like kind of trailers don't show gameplay or don't give us any actual details on games but like on this one it's like it's very important to like nail it make it like funny show something make it interesting you know because if it came out look it was bland and flat like this game could have been in a lot of trouble like you already had a lot going against it anyways um but i yeah i thought the like 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 you laughed multiple laughed multiple times at this trailer um yeah i can't it's i can't wait to see more from it i'm, I'm interested but it's just like here it's supposed to be uh, one to four players. You can play the whole thing on single player, but what does that mean? Is that because it's the, the thing? It's supposed to be the games of service kind of thing. Like, is this going to be online always kind of shit? Like we like Division and Destiny because like you could play those games single player as well. Um, but I'm hoping it's more like a like a Borderlands three kind of thing where it's like you can play single player. You're not going to be online all the time, and like people can. They said people can jump in and out whenever they want to. Um, I hope it's more of that style than the the always online part. But that's more more me like more of us personally where it's like I don't I don't like playing games where I'm forced to like be online and there's no pause. Like we are people that you know, a lot of people have shit going on and they can easily have to like walk away for fifteen, twenty minutes or have to or go like somewhere random, like, or even like random disconnections, you know, and all of a sudden yeah, that too. just goes through. I've had that multiple times trying to play Destiny two this past week and it's really fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like my, my internet likes to disconnect like three times a day for no reason. And like yeah, that would be very frustrating. So um I don't I I hope it's you know, it's 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 what I want it to be, but I, I don't think it's gonna be. But yeah, I thought I thought they did a good job and I think they nailed what they were what they needed to nail. Um I don't we probably won't hear about this game for a while because it's the twenty twenty two game. But uh yeah, it it looks good, you know, it's like and it, you know, it's gonna be a little more lighthearted because like it's it's a good counteraction where Gotham Knights is that very dark, gritty game. And this one's looks it's you know it's brighter, actually in the daylight for the first time ever. And you know there's gonna be some comedy to it. You know obviously Batman didn't talk much when he did. It was usually um, grunts and moans of him beating the shit out of people. So um, <laughs> and also just fighting Superman and all that like uh, that'll be fun. Like even though we just did that with Inju- well, I've done that twice now with Injustice one and two. Uh, I'm still for it, especially if we're gonna have different characters doing it this time. Um, but I think Gables that will wrap it up for this uh this week. Um, all right. Yeah. So I thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a, a Twitter, a Facebook page and group, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, we're on iTunes, we're on all anywhere you can uh, think of to download a podcast. We are there. So please go to those places, leave reviews, thumbs up, follows, subscribes, um, comments, whatever you can do to help us. We really, really appreciate it. If you did all those things, uh, you just look up Drunk Nerds Pod, Drunk Dash Nerds, Drunk, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Wherever you can, look for us. You'll find us. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, if you do that for us. And uh, thank you for listening. I was your host, I was Tyler. 
And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, I hope you have yourself an excellent week. I hope you work hard. Definitely earn that brass ring. But most importantly of all, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Thank you, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya. beers there anyways we're on itunes now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number